Make the choice to begin anywhere in your life, and the journey has started. We exist more than just to educate. We exist to also revitalize. And along the way, you can inspire others and be inspired. But now there's a new generation of scholars, and I am among them. If you really want to know who you are and what you are capable of, Howard is the choice for you. Take a moment. Listen to the stories by joining the president of Howard University, Dr. Wayne A.I. Frederick, and his guest on The Journey. The student experience is among our top priorities here at Howard University. And keeping our student body engaged is fundamental to our mission of continually pushing Howard forward. This episode's guest has been a vital member of our outreach and engagement efforts. And I'm excited to discuss those efforts in more detail with her. Hello, my name is Dr. Wayne Frederick, and my guest today on the journey is Dr. Kalechi Fluid, Executive Director of Student Outreach and Engagement for Howard University. So welcome. Thank you. I kind of feel like we meet again, right? <laughs> to say the least. So tell me a little bit, as a fellow Howard alum, what brought you to Howard? Wow. Um, so. I'm a first-generation American. My parents are Nigerian, or I am Nigerian, but I was born right here in Washington, D.C., so I'm technically also a, a native Washingtonian. Um, as a native Washingtonian, I decided to go away for college, but ultimately came back for my Ph.D., and um, have loved it and have stayed ever since. Um, your doctoral degree is in counseling psychology, yeah. and you spent some time in our counseling services. There's a lot of conversation today in higher ed about the need for counseling services, mm -hmm. about mental health, wellness on, on campuses. What was your experience like um, in that area of the university? I think one of the biggest things that I tried to do um, as a clinician at the University Counseling Service was just to let students be aware that there was a resource available to them. There were several times I would go to conversations and people were like, oh, I didn't know we had a counseling service. There may have been people that graduated was like, oh, I, I wasn't aware that this was available to me. So that was the biggest thing. One, to make them aware that Howard was really intentional about having this resource available to them. And then the second thing was to kind of break down the stigma of mental health. The assumption really is that you have to be on one spectrum or the other, but really just encouraging people that you can have adjustment concerns. You came from Texas, you came from Nigeria, and you're trying to navigate DC, you're trying to navigate Howard, and that may be causing you some social anxiety. Um, you may have relationship distress. You may have roommate issues. So it's not one thing where you have to go to therapy because you're in this dire space, but rather you're navigating everyday life challenges and you need someone to hold your hand along the way. So just really trying to be um, a resource for students. Yeah, you know, as, as I think about that, and, and probably just to take that a little, um, a, a bit further, you know, as you see on, on our campus in particular, when you look at primarily African-American students, or predominantly African-American students, is there something unique or different about what they're experiencing mm. that may be adding more stress and, and more pressures on their mental health? Yes, I definitely think that one of the biggest things is um, just navigating what it means to suffer from mental illness and or what it means to have mental illness. I think coming from certain cultural backgrounds, there's a stigma there. And so people don't always feel comfortable saying, I need help. Um, and so really just encouraging people to do that. I also think that navigating 
institutions of higher learning is difficult enough. Um, we have our fair share of first-generation students, meaning they have nobody in their family that's ever navigated a path to college. And so while other people may call auntie or uncle or dad or mom, they are the first in their family. And so helping them navigate that, that comes with its own unique stressors. We're mindful that we have students that support families, both locally and internationally. So they're working, but they're sending money back and they're navigating, so that has its own unique stressors. Um, I'm also mindful of the racial climate and its impact on our students, especially young black and brown people navigating the world today. It can be a very scary place, and so that also has its, its its own impact on their mental health. Now, in terms of resources, yes. it does require a lot of resources. As a university president, this is always a challenge for me. Um, how do we dedicate the right amount of resources, not enough, but just the right amount of resources to what is a growing need and also yeah. something that, quite frankly, has been under-resourced for quite some time? Absolutely. What is your sense of that resource allocation that's necessary for that investment in mental health and in, in the whole gamut of it. Counseling being one part, but sometimes there's a need for acute interventions and, and other aspects of that uh, clinical care. I think one of the, the things that came out of the COVID-19 pandemic was just a reminder about emotional and mental wellness. I don't think that we can highlight it enough. Um, and so, of course, to your point, I definitely think that's an area that always needs resources. It's hard, right, because we can't always tell which way the pendulum will swing, right? But we do know that in addition to physical wellness spaces or even spiritual and religious wellness spaces, there needs to be a space to hold one's emotional wellness. And there I say, there needs to be more resources allocated to that because it's needed. Um, I think that there are so many unique ways that we can address that. And I do think that the University Counseling Service is doing the best job to manage all of the, um, the needs, the growing needs that we're seeing, not just at Howard, but across the globe. You're listening to The Journey. My guest today is Dr. Kalechi Fluitt, Howard University Executive Director of Student Outreach and Engagement. So to make a pivot, now yeah. you're taking those experiences into this new role. Um, never had this role before. No. A lot of it is undefined. You're, you're uh, kind of making it up as you go along, but there's a need. There's yes. no doubt about it. Yes. So define that outreach and engagement for our listeners. What exactly do you hope to achieve, to see, to navigate um, in, in this role? I think my ultimate hope is that students will see Mecca as their home that they will see Howard University as the place that not only feeds them academically, but nurtures their soul, their body, their mind, and their emotional wellness. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I, I hope to create is community. And so I have my door open, students come in, they sit down on the floor, they sit in the chairs, they sit everywhere and I only have two chairs and, and <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. They feel comfortable in my space. They, they feel open enough to ask the questions that they need to. And so engagement to me is connectivity and is community. Um, so not only encouraging them to find new ways to engage through the campus, but also making sure they're aware of the ways to connect through campus. Because sometimes it's not the who, but it's the, it's the, it's the how. Like, okay, I'm not aware that this is happening, or how do I get connected with this office, this organization, this entity, and so saying, these are the ways that you can do that. Um, and then outreach, I'm always on the yard. 
I try to go to as many things as I can, just so people are aware that I am, one, a resource. And even if Dr. Fluid doesn't have the answers, she would do her very best to get you the responses. I, um, it's important to me to be responsive via email, to be responsive via phone, because I recognize the frustration that could come along when you feel like you are trying to communicate and no one is responding. So they're just little things that I'm trying to be intentional about, and so far the students seem to really appreciate it. And it's great that they come to you, and I'm yeah. going to ask you to elaborate on what are the typical things they're coming to you about. But I also want to touch on the fact that you see yourself going to them. Yeah. Where are you meeting them? I was intentional about working with um, our bosses here, our senior leadership here at Howard, to be placed in the Blackburn Center because that's the heartbeat of the campus. I can't think of someone being in student engagement and outreach and not being at the hub. Mm -hmm. So I'm right at the end of what we used to call power hall, right? But right there amongst the students. So literally I could be on a team's meeting and you'll hear uproar. Two days ago there was Mary Mary next door and I didn't even know, right? Um, so that's really great. Um, but then I also go out. So I try to go to different buildings. I've been to the graduate school. I try to do virtual events. So hybrid, I'm open to all and and all of it, um, because I recognize that the students are, the hub is the Blackburn, but they're outside on the yard, mm -hmm. especially now the weather is beautiful. They're out there and it's just beautiful to see. Um, they're down in the valley. They're, you know, up everywhere. They're just taking up space and I love it. So I try to be anywhere that they are. And, and that's great that you meet them where they are. So Absolutely. tell me, typically they come and sit in your office. <laughs> what are some of the things or the topics that they are coming to you about? First week on the job was registration. Like, I'm trying to register for this class. I need a pen. I need to get with this person. Okay, so I'm, I'm reaching out to Lincoln Brown and just other campus resources and connecting them. And then like, Dr. Fluid at work, thank you, you know. Um, next thing is just curiosity about who I am. You know, like this office, there wasn't anybody in this office. Oh, this is nice. Or, you know, they come in here and you, they try to sit. Um, I've gotten a lot of freshmen who are just new Right. and just want to kind of get to know what Howard is and my Howard experience. Um, I have actually got a really good influx of graduate students who I'm encouraging to go beyond the books and to expand their Howard experience outside of just the academic realm because I think it could provide them with a richer experience. Sometimes the assumption is that Howard is just for undergrads, but my graduate experience, I mean, I get chills. It was mind-boggling the the exposure that I got the experience that I got the you know the memories that I hold um, and I think that learning happens and we believe that learning be happens in and outside of the classroom so really being intentional about that yeah I always talk to, to new students at Howard about the fact that you know we are very intentional about the 10 to 20 percent of the time you're gonna spend in the classroom but the magic occurs outside mm -hmm. right when you get to test what you're learning and, and your own theories about it in your conversations with other people and that certainly doesn't happen uh, just in the classroom. And our philosophy obviously is we, we want students to come here and get the truth. We want them to go out and apply to the service of others but the most important person that they're going to apply that to would be themselves and developing the holistic student who does develop good habits. Now this is probably the most mm. influential time um, in, in which we could do that. What about your experience as a student to what you see today has evolved in terms of what you've seen change in terms of what the campus offers, what the administration has been offering, and what do you see probably as the biggest gain there, but probably the biggest opportunity? I think the biggest gain is the more access to just 
world life experiences. I was so excited that Alternative Spring Break went to Ghana this year. I was excited about that. I was like, oh my gosh, they're going on the continent, right? And they're getting these students a diverse experience. And of course, we have all of our local servitude also um, that's happening across all of these cities and states. And so I think that is what's grown, is like the more exposure, even the Chadwick Bozeman College of Fine Arts, making that into a college and having students call it COFA, right? Having that there for them to become their hub and their home. Because we know that Howard produces the top of everything, but including entertainers and dancers and artists. Um, and so I love that. Um, what has changed from me being a student? I guess what are the opportunities? I wanna see more involvement from our international population as it relates to just just being immersed in other experiences. Um, I love the community they have built. I think that it's necessary. And I also want to see them expand a little bit more. The same thing with our graduate professional students. I think they do such great work in their schools, in their colleges. I would love to see law and dentistry more on campus, right? And for us to merge more. Um, and so I think those are opportunities, not only for their um, professional development, but for their personal development. Yeah, absolutely, and the community benefits from that. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, um, I always close by asking, why Howard? Mm. So I'm going to pose that question to you. For the student listening, for the employee who wants to join your, your, um, your group, or for that faculty member who's thinking, uh, this is where I want to spend my career, why Howard? I think that Howard University is the most beautiful place that you can't always describe. You can't always say the gifts, the talents, the experiences, the exposure, just all that you will gain from this sacred space. Um, but I can guarantee you that if you come here, you will see how beautiful she is. I think that Howard has the best of everything. I think that there's good intention behind Howard. I think there's intentionality behind Howard. And I think that the people, faculty, staff, students, really do want to see her at her best and are trying every day to do that. So I say, why not Howard? I don't think that there's gonna be another place that you would go that's like her and like the Mecca. And I just encourage you to come and, and get your taste of it. Excellent. Thanks for being here. My guest today was Dr. Kalechi Fluitt, Executive Director of Student Outreach and Engagement here at Howard University. I'm Dr. Wayne Frederick. Please join me next time on The Journey.